political enthusiasts welcome to keeping it political i am your host kaushagra keeping it safe with that name you know and today we are diving into a compelling topic how capitalism's grip is reshaping revolutionary ideas and symbols now i know that is a very long topic and a very complex one but let's try to break it down right let's try to take up the keywords from the topic first keyword i guess would be capitalism and second one would be revolutionary now capitalism on the very basic can be understood as the want for more capital capital means money so the want for profits the wants to own means a production means a production basically means anything which can help you to get more profit or get more money that is capitalism and if you try to look at the other keyword that is revolutionary it's basically any idea which wishes to change the status quo which wishes to change the way people live or the way society functions currently that is that is the idea of revolution and if you put these meanings back into the topic you'll understand that we are going to talk about how capitalism easily grips on the revolutionary ideas and fizzes the meaning out of it we'll try to explore this through the lens of three major issues first one is the palestinian struggle the bella ciao song and the recent cop 28 climate conference first of all let's try and understand it with the idea of bella ciao now bella ciao is a song born out of the italian anti fascist resistance its powerful melody and lyrics resonate with defiance however recently that anthem found its way into a netflix show now netflix is a product of capitalism and bella ciao is a product of revolution it's a revolutionary idea it's a symbol it has been used for years to by people to register their resistance now netflix takes it up and just fizzles the meaning out of it the popular show money heist i guess used bella ciao turning it into a global sensation nobody can deny that it turned bella ciao into a global sensation and if i speak for myself i was not aware what bella ciao is until i watched the series some might say and some of you might might be thinking right now does that mean bella ciao became popular because of netflix does that also mean that it is the victory of bella ciao it is the victory of the values that bella ciao as a song of resistance of anti fascism reflects that's the victory that's what the i guess the composers or makers would have wanted right i guess no because when an entity like netflix or anyone for that matter takes up such ideas they kill the basic essence of it they kill the meaning of it and that's how they co-op while the show captivated audiences i'm talking obviously talking about the money high show the commercialization of the symbol dilutes its revolutionary spirit the song that once echoed resistance now serves as a backdrop for a fictional heist a heist that to fictional it's a stark example of how capitalism can transform powerful symbols into mere entertainment it's time for us to shift to the next topic let's try and understand this whole idea through the palestinian struggle the capitalist influence doesn't stop at symbols you know it impacts the larger discourses around ongoing geopolitical conflicts also a little while back we heard about 
Russia invading Ukraine. I'd, I'd like to take a pause here and just just think about the words that I just used. Russia invaded Ukraine. Now, everyone stood by Ukraine, obviously, and every country was like, yeah, we are, we are for Ukraine, Russia cannot do that. India had a you know peculiar stance because of the ties India has, but let's leave that out. Let's try and understand that in a larger discourse, everybody favored Ukraine. Everybody was like, yeah, Ukraine, we are with you. Let's try and put the same scenario in what happened in Israel and Palestine. Can any of us, and by us I mean me and all the listeners, on a public platform come out and say that Israel invaded Palestine? That would not be accepted as easily as, you know, Russia invaded Ukraine. Why? Because Russia, in our minds, Russia can invade. In our minds, China can invade. In our minds, maybe North Korea can invade. But countries like Israel or or any other country which is on the western side of the world, they cannot invade. This is how the media teaches us. As we have seen in media narratives, the complexities of the Palestinian struggle are often very, very oversimplified. We have seen that a lot of you know experts, when they come onto televisions or when they write pieces, they write it, okay, Israel-Palestine conflict is basically a conflict you know, between Jews and Muslims. Is it that? Is it that simple? Is it not a classic case of neo-colonial push? Why is it that one of the most powerful countries, Israel, uh, you know, is taking favors from, uh, I guess, the most powerful one, at least they say so, the most powerful country, USA, and they are trying to push a few million people onto the brink. Why are they doing that? Why do they need this much force? That, that is one question which the media narrative does not allow us to ask because it keeps feeding us ideas. And I believe that that is where this whole issue becomes very relevant. How uh, topics which are actually revolutionary or ideas or symbols which are revolutionary are very easily co-opted. Very easily co-opted and, you know, fizzled out of the meaning, killed the basic meaning of it and presented and served and made money out of that by selling it to the people. That's that's just very bizarre, but very capitalistic. Again, very, very important shift we'll, we'll take here because time is limited. So I'll shift to the next topic, which is COP28. Now, COP28 recently concluded, right? Now, if you, if you look at it, it's it's about climate activism. Who were the first climate activists? The first climate activists were mostly people who were connected to the land, people who were connected to the forest. People who said, you know, we do not want deforestation were the ones who lived by it, who provided to the forest and the forest provided to them. They were the first ones, right? Even in India, if you go back and look at the examples, you'll find people, you know, who lived by forests and who provided forests they were the first ones to say, okay, we do not want deforestation. But when COP28 happens, at the table, you find nations, national leaders who have very little, you know, contact with the land, with the forest, with the soil, with the air. And more than that, you find people who own oil companies, natural gas companies. They are on the table to discuss climate activism, but... A climate activist who is related to the forest is not allowed a place on that table. 
So beyond symbols and geopolitical conflicts, capitalism also influences extend to global issues like climate change activism. Recently, the COP28 conference showcased the intersection of economic interests and environmental concerns. While the conference aimed at addressing climate change, it also revealed how economic considerations can impact the urgency of climate action. The prioritization of profits over planet jeopardizes the very essence of the environmental activism that COP28 sought to address. If you will try to look at the ideas that the COP28 have agreed to, you'll find a lot of fossil fuel in it, you'll find a lot of carbon emission in it, but you won't be able to find the cause for it. Okay, we do understand climate change is happening, we do understand carbon emission is a problem, we do understand that you know, fossil fuel is a problem. But who's causing all this? The person who's causing all this is sitting on that very table and deciding what are the limits for it. So this is how, you know, bizarre or funny most of the times to me, capitalism is. It is taking up the very ideals. Climate change is an idea, is a revolutionary idea. It took the idea of climate change, transformed it into something very funny, very acceptable and using media served it to us and said, okay, this is what we are doing and this is how we are going to solve climate action or we are going to solve all the climate change problems. Now, before I go into a rant, I, I, I believe I would, you know, end the episode here. And as we conclude today's exploration, it is evident that capitalism's influence permeates diverse realms. You know, from iconic songs to geopolitical struggles to climate activism. And it's it's not an exhaustive list. This is just an idea. Now, you try to take up the same lens and look at the issues around you. How has capitalism taken that up and killed its very meaning? Keeping it political encourages you to stay informed, question narratives and strive for a more authentic understanding of the world around us, of the society around us. Yeah, so thank you for joining me on Keeping It Political. Until next time, this is Kaushagra, urging you to keep it political and stay engaged with the issues that shape our world. See you soon.